This is JFM Podcast. Good morning. A warm morning to you. Well, it's a Friday morning, a beautiful one. The weather is cold and it's about to rain. I'm sure it's raining in some parts of Plateau State and we say we are blessed. Of course, today is the 18th day of June 2021. Another day to be thankful and go out and about and achieve whatever you have set because all you need is in you. This is the plenary. My name is Doris Izang and I say thank you thank you for keeping it a date with us thank you for joining us and from now until 10 o'clock we will be doing the business of well talking about the legislator this is the plenary welcome and good morning Ponsai. yeah well, good morning it's a cold morning it's very chilly um temperate weather june is one of my favorite months i don't know why because it's green it's green yeah yeah and the weather can be sunny it can just suddenly change mm. and you know it has a way of you know uh i would say messing or manipulating my emotions you know uh so well but it's it's beautiful just is a very beautiful place and if you're visiting uh we hope that you enjoy your stay here in Jaws and of course uh, uh, we're peaceful people, we're very hospitable, we're warm mm-hmm. uh, but again don't take advantage of us. At all yeah. well, I'd like to say congratulations to every Passan member let me start by saying that well they've resumed all states, state houses of assembly have resumed a duty, right there is no longer uh <laughs> even like Jusun. here, even Jusun, like mm. here, it was dead leaves covering covering the gates, mm. you know, and you see grass is growing up, but everything is cleared now. Everything is fresh. Everyone is back to work. Mm. Jusun as well. Courts have resumed, and it is good. It is, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's a great step, right, towards um, achieving one thing or the other. The autonomy, of course. There is a template that they are yeah. working on, and according to reports I got, they have received that salary they re- refused to collect last uh, month, and it reflects the terms of agreement, mm-hmm. which is a step forward. But the question yeah. I think right now is about financial autonomy. Are we going to see great difference in the activities in legislation in, in you know, setting things right, or rather a very good relationship between the executive? and the legislature where the executive does not you know trample upon the legislature again that's the question on my mind this morning yeah well very legitimate question and valid but before i proceed i would like to wish uh someone i, I deeply admire i appreciate i i uh, follow you know his uh life you know uh, talking about uh ubong uh, that is also known as Bula. So everybody knows uh, who Bula is. So today is his birthday. Happy birthday to you, Happy sir. Birthday. I pray you. Yeah, God's blessings. Yeah, it is, it's very important. And if you pay attention carefully to uh, the president, and I have to give, you know, the APC government a kudos because they've successfully scored a heavy point politically and of course uh, when it comes to PR if, if you're a student of public relations let mm. me tell you something 
the president just granted two media interviews and it changed, you know, what Nigerians thought about him. And even uh, one of his critics, Ruben Abati, published an opinion piece saying that, look, it's not that he was thinking that the president doesn't know what is going on. So what I'm, the point basically is that the president said, look, blame the governors blame the governors mm -hmm. and it's very important uh because he signed executive order 10 but the governors, you know, stood in the way. Mm -hmm. Same thing when NFIU, for example, National Financial Intelligence Unit, uh, was it was formally together with EFCC, but it was removed, uh, separated, you know, with the EFCC. And you find governors, you know, coming to say that local government is not recognized as a federating unit in the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, uh, because it stipulated that no local government should withdraw, you know, uh, more than five hundred thousand naira per day, right. and the governor us, you know, kicked against it. So it just goes to show that, look, uh, it's not about APC or PDP. It's about who, and, and I'm talking about individual right now, that can deliver services, you know, to the Nigerian people. And this, you know, legislative and, of course, judicial autonomy, we want to see how it's going to be very beneficial, for example, to uh, the ordinary Nigerian. It's not about, you know, the uh, legislature having money right now that they can toss around, right. but it's about service delivery. Exactly. Uh, they shouldn't complain, you know, that we don't have constituency. No, no, no. Mm. Complain is gone, you know. Uh, and I'm thankful that Implanto State Governor Simon Bakulala has given his word and full backing that, look, I'm going to, you know, make sure that this uh, legislative autonomy and, of course, is fully implemented. And we are supporting the governor, you know, on that uh, just because... It's in the best interest of uh, the people, you know, the people that he has so on oath that he's going to serve. So it's, it's very important. And I say that this is one of the uh, high points of the APC government, you know. Uh, it's like the restructuring that people have been complaining about, you know, or the uh, devolution of powers. I think this is one step in the right direction. And it kind of gives me hope that, look, things can be better exactly. just if we cooperate instead of confronting each other. Well, in a communique issued by the national president of Pakistan, Comrade Mohammed Usman, he, he says that the strike action is only suspended for 45 days window starting from Monday 14th of June to the 29th of July 2021. And this is to allow for the executive um, implement some of the agreements in the memorandum of, of understanding. understanding, right? So we're looking forward to that. And the question we're asking this morning is, as the Plati State House of Assembly resumes planning, resumes activities fully what are you expecting from your lawmakers what bill would you like to see what motions would you like them to raise? oh you set the agenda for them basically. oh yes yeah. basically we are trying for you to set the agenda for them because of course they are there for you and we've received a lot of comments as regards that which are really, and it shows really interesting yeah and Doris it shows that if the executive does the executive governor is not performing mm. the lawmakers can impeach the governor exactly. and they can go to sleep nobody is going to very well. Absolutely. So it's, it's one of the benefits. So I think it's not time for you to hold your uh, legislator, you know, act to account, you know, at the state level. Hold mm -hmm. them to uh, account. They get, they got legitimacy to be in office because you voted them into in, into that position of uh, uh, power. So mm -hmm. hold them to account. All right, now, well, yesterday we got another sad, sad story about kidnapping and abduction of school children. And, um, well, you know the story already. It's in Yaori, local government area of uh, Kebi State. Mm. And students have been kidnapped, even teachers. And um, I, I listened to 
of the member representing Yaori Federal Constituency, and he gave the narrative and said they had intel. Mm -hmm. They had said they were going to come, and then they, they actually sent... Uh, security personnel, counterterrorism units of the police there, but they were overpowered because, of course, these bandits walk in numbers and mm -hmm. they were uh, overwhelmed and then they were able to kidnap these uh, students. Well, the House of Reps female actually, students. Yes, female painful, students. And, yeah. and they have called for the deployment of troops down there. The thing is, there are troops there mm -hmm. and they have actually recorded some successes, but why not actually uh, deploy them permanently because according to him he said that th there is a hideout in Yaori and they know that these thick forests these bandits are there so they are trying to see everything they can to disperse or even um, uh, you know catch them and make sure they are destroyed and they are dispersed it's, it's, uh, I think that uh, Kebbi State has gone through um, a lot uh, just, you know, in the last month or two or so. Speaking the, about a lot, sorry yeah. to cut you short, I saw one of these um, headlines, I think Vanguard, and it says, peaceful, it, it captured it as peaceful Kebi. I'm like, how do you mean peaceful Kebi? It used to be a, you know, peaceful state. It used state. to be, yeah. but in the last month, yeah, yeah. Look at the boat uh, yes. mishap in Kebi. Eight, eight people, you know, were murdered, and now the abduction, you know. So KB State has gone through a lot, you know, yeah, just exactly. in the last, you know, one month. And we're calling our attention uh, of the federal government, you know, to do something uh, about because the governor doesn't control security, uh, and the president, you know, is reported to be in Borno State's mm. commissioning uh, project, and he should look at, you know, KB uh, State, and maybe if the president comes, because it seems like he's up and about right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm so thankful, you know, yesterday we were having a conversation with my friend. I said, he said that, uh, you know, he's a staunch uh, supporter of Buhari. Mm -hmm. You know, we lost Buhari. He said, Baba don't take, you know, the second jab of COVID-19 vaccine. So uh, he can go out right now. At least his immune system is being boosted, yeah. uh, you know, against to fight uh, the COVID-19. Uh, uh, we're calling on, you know, the president since uh, right now he seems to be well. He seems to be up and about. Uh, if you look into, you know, some of this area and you know, start discussing the issue of, you know, devolution of powers instead of focusing on politics, you know. I, I know that, you know, for political act, he's not seeking for office. And I'm not in his mind to know whether he's, want, he's wanting, you know, to install a uh, a successor. I don't know what he's thinking. But uh, for me, my business or my interest is that he should focus on service delivery to the Nigerian people. Mm. And Kepi State, you know, uh, if you look at uh, how much has gone to KB State from the federal government, the Uncle Borrow scheme, uh, they've gotten money when it comes to wheat value chain, uh, rice production in KB, uh, KB State. So is it beautiful farming, you know, uh, society, but you know, insecurity problems. And it's, it definitely it has impact, huge impact on food uh, security and production, mm. you know, in our country because Yaori uh, is a fishing community, you know, what they export basically is, you know, uh, fish. But look at what happened. So it, it's very pathetic. Well, we all know what is happening in the country as regards insecurity. And well, Nigeria has now ranks 146 on the Global Peace Index, which is very sad. And eighth list peaceful in Africa. And you know, where there is no peace, there is no economic development. Mm. And we're just trying to strive. We're thriving. We're striving to thrive, uh, basically. Well, there is another um, headline for 
of interest, particularly to me, because it says drop press regulation bill allow free press media. Uh, this is coming from uh, media bodies and saying to reps, drop press regulation bill allow free press media bodies tell reps. <laughs> Apparently there's this bill in the House of Assembly which actually is going through a public hearing and media organizations are not in support of this bill because it has provisions that tend to stifle freedom of expression, freedom of press, which mm. is one of um, uh, fundamental human rights as enshrined in the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria in 1999 as amended. Mm -hmm. And well, it says every medium uh, are to pay 10 million naira. Journalists, if you err, you're going to pay 250,000 naira fine. And well, uh, NPOs, that is Nigerian Press Organizations, which comprises of Newspaper Proprietors, Association of Nigeria, Nigerian Guild of Editors, and the Nigerian Union of Journalists, have actually called on the House of Reps to step down that bill seeking to amend the Nigerian Press Council Act, noting that it is still a subject of litigation in the Supreme Court. I remember that also social media regulation has been there, and mm -hmm. recently, Lai Mohammed says every social media platform should actually Register. apply for license yes, for license i mean that's the most absurd uh thing coming from uh the uh minister of information and culture large lima ahmed and if you look at you know how these elites uh think they are making laws to siphon you know free expression uh and they don't want the ordinary person you know to express himself and they uh have different terms they will say it's fake news it is hate mm -hmm. speech but how about a law against bad governance? I mean, if Nigerians who say, let Buhari come and go, for example, and I ask the question, who pays you for the bad governance, the four years, eight years that, you know, that person has uh, spent into power and spent in power ruining uh, your life? Who gets to pay? Mm -hmm. Is there any law, you know, to hold them to account, for example, on all of the things. So it's, it should be both ways. It shouldn't be just, you know, one-sided, you know, uh, thing, for example. It should be uh, both ways. And uh, this is uh, is one of the reasons that Twitter removed its headquarters, you know, instead of Nigeria, it's Ghana. And if you look at the market, is in Nigeria. And there's cultural similarities, Nigeria and Ghana, mm -hmm. even our language, the way we speak Pidgin English, are just the meme that people share, you know, on, on Twitter. Twitter. It's, it's similar with that of Ghana, Ghanaian, you know, meme. So uh, there are similarities. But, you know, Twitter said that they gave the reason that, look, freedom of uh, press freedom and, of course, liberty is more promoted in Ghana than in, in, in Nigeria. So it's something that the federal government should think about instead of, you know, always making laws, always saying that, you know, we have law, we want to regulate, we want to know. We're in the age of democratization of knowledge right now and information. Uh, instead of, you know, saying that you want to regulate, don't, don't allow the thing to be, allow everybody. Right. And I'm saying that people should not should do it. Uh, what I'm saying is that people should be responsible, okay. not irresponsible. Right. But the federal government should not stifle, you know, mm. opinion or expression. All right. Our guest this morning is one of our members representing just South State Constituents in person of Honorable Godson Form, and we are glad that we're finally connected online with him, and he's joining us. Um, via phone. Good morning, sir, and it's a great pleasure to have you after a very long time. <laughs> uh, good morning, Doris. Good morning, Plato. 
Good morning, sir. I hope we're meeting you well. Well, we'd like to first of all say congratulations because we know that uh, all the lawmakers actually were in tandem and in the fight for financial autonomy. And then finally, the strike has been suspended and there seems yes, to be yes. progress so far. So I want to say congratulations and well done for doing this. And um, as you resume now, what, let's start by the, with this. What are we to expect from you as a lawmaker representing the South and, um, of course, the House of Assembly in general, especially in the face? Because, you know, during the strike, party state has had encounters with banditry attacks here and there, even in your constituency. So what should the people expect in terms of legislation and representation? Uh, that was a wonderful question. That the question is so loaded. But let me start this way. Uh, we have two years to go. We just had two past two years. And uh, now that we have partial autonomy, I uh, can assure plateau people that we're going to have a boss implementation. We are going to do our oversight more than ever before. And we're going to ensure that plateau states uh, have a better deal from what they have elected. So you can be rest assured that plateau should be rest assured that in the next two years they're going to see a wonderful House of Assembly. A House of Assembly that is going to live up to the expectation of the people of Plateau, and we're going to be up and doing to ensure that all is done well. As regards the issue of the attacks, yes, you're right. While we were on break, while we were on, we were not really on break, but of course, we kept meeting. And uh, but though the house was closed, but the house was still working. But I can assure you that uh, we try to see uh, bring more more legislation to ensure that we stop the issues of banditry. But as you all know that uh, the issues of security is, uh, is not a plateau state issue alone. It's a national issue. We have a problem in Nigeria. And then, uh, just as I said already, uh, uh, we should uh, be sincere to ourselves as a country that there's a failure of governance at most, almost all levels. People are suffering. People are being killed in their sleep. People are being killed while they go about their normal businesses without any provocation. So what the plateau state House of Assembly want to do, and I'm sure we're going to do, we are going to ensure, one of the ways is to ensure that Operation Rainbow comes up alive and well. We are going to ensure that the local governments begin to see how they can recruit vigilantes uh, uh, to, 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 to keep our borders safe. We will try to ensure that uh, technology is employed to secure Plateau State. And any other thing we need to do for Plateau State to be well, I can assure you in the next two years, the Plateau State has assembly will up and doing to ensure that we have a good and peaceful Plateau. All right, now, well, speaking of all these that you've said, I think, well, taking the pulse of the people of Plateau, confidence has been lost. And right now, people think um, the norm is delay and abandoning of crucial reports. Where you see you start a, a, a process and then you get to the report stage and it doesn't go further. When you, you talk about um, involving Operation Rainbow, I know that the House of Assembly has called meetings with the uh, Operation Rainbow to know what is happening. Why are they not actually um, active in, in, in the fight against banditry and all these crimes in the country, in the state rather? And we've not heard anything other than that. So it gets to a point where you see, okay, you put the, this thing in motion, but you get to a stop and it is abandoned. How can you now, or the State House of Assembly, instill confidence in the people to know that this time around it is business and not business as usual? Uh, Doris, it will interest those people to know that uh, uh, the state government has bought a lot, so quite a number of vehicles these days, and uh, motorbikes, expensive motorbikes. 
those approvals have been given by the platforms and House of Assembly to ensure that we have more uh, people are more secured. But I can assure you, with the autonomy, we we are going to do whatever it is. You know, there's no holds back. We are going to be up and doing. Nobody stops. They say that we there are reports and things that stop halfway. But I can assure you, this time around, nobody has the power on the plateau to stop the practice of House of Assembly. You know, we are going to be up and doing. I can assure you. You know, probably somebody would have said it's Plateau House of Assembly in time past is a rubber stamp. But I can assure you that Plateau State House of Assembly, we are life to our responsibility. And the few days to come, you are going to be amazed with the kind of things we are going to do. Yeah, well, let's talk about, uh, uh, first to condole with you over what happened to your uh, constituents some uh, days ago. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and I I know that you don't have any power to command security agencies. Neither do the governor, you know, has. Talk to us about, you know, what steps, practical steps are you going to take, you know, to ensure that uh, it's not going to happen to your people, you know, uh, again. Never again will it happen, especially with Operation Rainbow. Yes. uh, In the first place, security is everybody's business. So first of all, for us to ensure that these things don't happen again, number one, that people must be allowed from the side of the people. Everybody must be allowed to be allowed to respond because security is everybody's business. Number two, as I've said, there's need the House of Assembly will do everything possible to ensure that local governments become alive and active to protect their people at every every level. We want to see a state where by even districts, even at what levels, people begin to engage themselves and see how they can, if they can secure themselves. We want to see a situation whereby the local government begins to recruit vigilantes to ensure that they find the borders of their local governments and ensure safety for their people. So it's going to be a robust activities. It's going to be a robust. We're going to do many things into a new direction. We have to do new, new things because the old things we've been doing before have not given us results. So the plateau set has really now thinking as to what are those things new that we need to begin to do. And in the coming days and in the coming weeks and months, we're going to see that we're building out new ideas and ensure that we follow them to the end so that our people can be secured. All right, very quickly, let me just read some of the comments we have because we asked the public this morning of their expectation as the House of Assembly resumes and we've got quite a, a number of comments. This one says he is expecting this from Samson someone. He says he's expecting uh, laws on, on ban on open grazing, right? And he said that the, uh, the House of Assembly should call our governor to order because it's plateau people that voted for him, not Northern Governors Forum. And he said enforcement on ban on motorcycle because the insecurity situation is taking a new dimension in plateau, especially in the just metropolis. And this one says lawmaking, law enactment, a law formulation, and a host lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, Codification, prescription, ratification, he says, and this is coming from Yaron Yesu. And um, this comment is also coming from Comrade Victor S. Mangwe, and he says, as the Plateau State House of Assembly resumes, they should be able to look into food price so that a common man can survive, deliberate, and wave forward on security unemployment. Let's let's take a pause on that and hear your response to these comments. Yes, from those comments you get to know, you understand that people are alive to their responsibilities. People are getting involved in governance and they have expectations from the House of Assembly. 
As for open grazing, we are going to eat. The what plateau people want, we are going to do it. The House of Assembly is a plateau city. The House of Assembly, we are alive to what people want. So we are going to do exactly what they say. Those things, those, those things we mentioned on open grazing, we're going to just have a look at that and see what plateau people, plateau people want to offer a ban on open grazing. Definitely they will have it. On the issue of our motorbikes, there are laws in place for motorbikes, and then uh, we're going to ensure that the laws are adhered to. And then on uh, prices, uh, we believe in a free enterprise, a matter of demand and supply. You cannot uh, begin to make laws to control prices, and then uh, these things are, are, are just very simple. Well, with supplies, the demand with the supplies with every determine the demand with every determine the price of tissues. So what we need to when the prices of commodities are high, what the government will definitely do is ensure that we ensure our people go back to farm. Uh, we are going to ensure that fertilizers come at the right time. We are going to ensure that the inputs they need to this. So we'll discover that once we have more milk in the market, definitely prices will will, will, will fall. So we we'll definitely, as I've said, we'll go to do whatever we need to do. When it comes to the issue of how do over time. Fertilizers are distributed sometimes in November, while the rainy season starts in April. So we're going to ensure that the right things are done, so that our people have more food and things like that. So whatever I can show you generally that whatever we need to do to ensure the lives of our people become better, we're going to do it. The place is them still going to give us some few weeks and few months and see how they will begin to change the narratives on the plateau. All right, um, let us talk about elections. Now, INEC has actually announced that voter, uh, continuous voter registration would resume uh, this month, June 28th. And we'd like to know, we know the elections are closed by local government elections, of course, and the general elections in 2023. What will you do or what are you putting in place to make sure your people turn out to register? Uh, our people will continue for the voters registration, uh, continuous voters registration. All we need to do is to continue to sensitize uh, our people. I, for one, I, 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 I will probably, I will, I will try. I've not thought about it, but as you ask the question, I, I will begin to see how we go from church to church, most to most, to sensitize our people, our young people, to see that they come out to register. And then uh, it's a continuous thing, and then uh, we, we will encourage our people, uh, when we get back, as we resume on Monday, you just brought it, we will discuss it and see what are the ways we can encourage our people to register, probably running jingles, running advertisements, going to market squares, and see whatever we need to to sensitize our people. On the issue of uh, the plastic election, yes, the title has come, but I want to say here and now that just South people, let me be specific now, just South people are waiting for the election, and then uh, whoever is thinking who read the election in the South should, uh, should prepare that we won't be taking any nonsense from anyone. They get a fair and free election in the South. And whoever thinks wants to read our people from the local government election, he thinks that uh, they didn't have anything. Because we are going to not go to life low and life somebody cheat us. They've cheated us for how long? For five years. We are prepared and then we are going to do everything responsible, everything civil to ensure that our people get their bed fair deal. So I want to just say it here, here now and clear. Whoever has things wants to reach it to a south election, they have everything, but we won't allow it. Thank you so much for taking your time to speak to us this morning, and uh, we thank wish you, everything thank goes you, well for you. you. And, you, and I you, think you, your people are happy to hear you after a long time. And um, thank, you, thank you again. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful day.
All right, that was the member representing the South State constituency in the Plateau State House of Assembly in person of Honorable Gwatson Fum, also known as Banga by nature. And you've heard all he said, and I'm pretty sure you've taken one or two things. And it's time for you to talk to us. We've got more comments to read, which I think is very interesting. And, um, well, let me, before I start picking the calls, let me just take this headline and talking about grazing roots that the president spoke about yeah. earlier. So Senator Adipola Basiri has come up to say that there is no law creating grazing roots either in state law or federal law. And that is and he said that he actually thinks the AGF is the one who is misleading the president as regards you know it's uh, the president was speaking about tradition and culture he mm -hmm. said for the Fulani man the culture is moving with your cattle so let me play the devil's advocate mm -hmm. how about Yoruba people who love eating you know pomo? Mm -hmm. you know if you look at how much goes down the drain you know just in Kwamo but it's their culture is their tradition and for me nobody should uh you know question you know them on that and i'm not making excuse that's why i say let me play devil's advocate the president's argument was cultural based on culture that he knows as a kid you know while growing up uh but what you know i think the president both sides need to listen to each other we're saying that look all the allegation they always, uh, the Fulani herdsmen that graze uh, from the north, you know, down south, mm. they go about causing trouble. So the issue is that, look, how, why can't we have a ranch, have this cattle, you know, in a ranch in one place? And it's going to even help you. You're going yes. to know how much you are spending, you know, feeding your cattle, how much you are making, how much you are going to make and how much what are your losses and how can you improve your business mm. so I, I think that on both sides is about listening and uh you know there's a news caller that you know i came across uh, daniel kineman very interesting and he is published a book about bias he said that most of the time as human beings when we listen we allow our bias you know we confirm new information that is coming to us with the bias that we already have. Mm. And so the bias, you know, uh, on this part is we believe that Fulani people are bad people because they go about allegedly killing uh, people. That is, you know, the bias. But what I'm saying is that, look, we need to listen. If you listen to what the president said, he said traditionally he was his argument was hinged on tradition and culture of people. Uh, but again, the presidents will need to listen to people because uh, this is about business. Ranching is more economically, it makes more economical sense, mm -hmm. you know, than open grazing. Because if you go about, you know, mobile grazing, you come in contact with, you know, disease and you, you transport disease left, right and center, you know, uh, from the tip of the soil down to the creeks of the mangrove. So it's about listening. Let's learn to listen and listen non-judgmentally. Exactly. That's what we need at the moment. 09055666699 or 09098848848. Do call us and um, let's get talking. Ask your questions or make your comments. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Good morning. This is Pastor I'm calling from Refuge. I love you so much. The diplomatic ways of... Uh, Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yes, speaking these things. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't get, we didn't get what you said, sir. I said I love you so much. Oh, thank you. Was, um, diplomatic London. Thank and you. Sir. Ways of uh, bringing forward uh, this problem that is swallowing Nigerians and about to even hear this. Let me tell you. The serious truth here to Mr. President or whosoever that is around him that can advise him better should should seriously advise our president that he is the president of Nigeria, a president of a particular time. In this sense, he should be a strong person that has a strong mind to be able to seeking out some danger. What we call the, the unity of this country being at the fringe of Kuala to have it in himself to solve this problem and he could not. Why Nigerians are giving him his their sovereignty to lead them, to guide them, to put them together as a nation. They voted for him 2015. 2019 came with Abracadabra. And, and he has claimed the seat. Nigerians want Mr. President to be the president of Nigeria, not the president of the Fulani. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Keep listening. Hello. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Yeah, good morning. My name is Hassan. I'm calling you from Kulu. All right, go ahead. Yeah, uh, first of all, before I comment, I want to uh, uh, notify you that your new room number, phone number, that's uh, 0706265. I think it's faulty because when you call, it will divert you to a, a lady in Taraba. Oh, okay. So you should check your number, please. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Definitely now, check my it. comment is that uh, the Honorable that you just spoke with made certain comments, and I'm, uh, let me just summarize it. When it comes to the election issue, you say they will sensitize the youth, they will talk to them, they will ask them to go and do their, uh, uh, the card and the, all these things, the registration card. But when it comes to security, he didn't make such comments. He made very, very comments. I want to advise that all the honorables as they have come back, they should go back to their constituencies, sensitize the youth, gather them, help them use their money, use their money to to to, to orient them and then to, to empower them on such things and then call security experts to advise them, to teach them how to defend their community. Not talking to them only. They have to use their money. When they use their money, youth will be aware of security tips so that they will help. Let the youth of the community come out and say, yes, our Honorable has helped us this and this and helped us to sensitize us on security. So that this insecurity is not only going to be a simple to, 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 to communities by just telling them, defend yourself, defend yourself. Okay. Thank Honorable, you so much. Use your money. Thank you very much. We appreciate your call this morning. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Do call us back. Now, we've got a, um, a comment on Facebook from Kunikita. It says, I would love to listen to our able and gentle member, Honorable Simi Estadisu of Just Northwest State Constituency. Well, let us put it out there. 
Yeah. That we have been trying to get her. She seems to be extremely busy. Yeah. But we will not relent. We'll still bring her here. And I'm pretty sure she would be interested in speaking to her people. It's about service to the people. It and that's why. Service. That is why Jeff, um, you know, is here for you. And we'll we provide this platform. <laughs> absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And um, let me also say that every member of the State House of Assembly has this platform, has access to this platform. Yeah. And so we go to them. And when they come, they come when they do not you know there are some things you do not have control over yeah but let us say that they all have access to this platform all right um one more call and we call it a day hello good morning hello okay network is bad on facebook um this one is uh, coming from cyprin wankwa and he says high time to delib- deliberate on the bills that will address insecurity in plateau state like anti-grazing bill advanced iberiberism is when you know that the terrorists attacking you on a mission and you keep referring to them as criminals wake up he says um oh goodness this one says i don't expect anything reasonable god help plato this is coming from adams isaac have faith have faith and confidence anything can happen this one coming from davido moli g satlong says they should work hard to end the insecurity in the state and he is um sending his comment from abuja thank you so much for being a part of the show and um this one from ice kid broadcast it says please let the government do something for the country in terms of insecurity so you see the pulse of the people is just insecurity and because nothing can actually uh move on without in uh security you know when there's uh, security in place people will spend their money in peace and they'll spend more money Uh, and they may even spend uh irrationally (laughs) because yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 very true because uh, you know when you relax you're at peace you just you 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 spend irrationally (laughs) you buy things that you don't need mm-hmm. you know uh, so it's very important and the government you know especially the plateau state house of assembly uh and i i i respect how um uh the speaker right honorable no abok ayubas you know uh control so to speak you know the affairs of the house yeah. and i'm not saying that he, he doesn't have his bad side every human being does but uh I, I think that it's very important that we always look at the good side while criticizing and helping each other uh, with the bad side, so that because the goal is for us to be better. All right, we are rounding off the show. Let us give you those headlines. Well, um, civil society organizations and even the public have kicked against the Senate bill that proposes 15 years imprisonment for anyone who pays ransom to kidnappers. And that bill is actually the Terrorism Prevention Amendment Bill of 2021, sponsored by Senator Ezenwa Francis Onyouchi. And um, just an analysis, because we said we're going to take stock of the legislature, basically, in the House of Reps, they have actually considered, in these two years, they've considered about 853 bills and 730 motions in two years. And an analyst have said that under Lawan, that the Nigerian Senate continues norm of delaying and abandoning crucial reports. When they start one, they do not see it. Once uh, the attention of people are diverted, they just abandon it and do not see to the end of it. And also that uh, two years after, Bajabia Miller-led House of Reps are yet to, is yet to live up to promises. So you see that People are no and the president hasn't attended to over 200 bills. See that? It is just yeah. sad. Yeah. Well, 
This is the plenary, and we say thank you for being a part of it. Well, thank you very much. Uh, this evening, I'm going to be speaking with uh, uh, survivors. If you want to know, you know who the survivors are, just tune in. Mm. All right. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.